Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Dr. Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today's message, I would like to talk to you about understanding our position in Christ. Now, when I think about that today, I want you to realize that you're no more conscious of sin. There's no more consciousness. There's no more condemnation in your life because Romans 8 and 1 says there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. So we see in Colossians chapter 2 verse 13 and 14 which in the NIV, I want to read this in the NIV because I I think it really brings out a a depth of where I want to go. So what is your position in regard to your sins? When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. Now I want you to see there's three things that took place here. Number one, He made us alive. Number two, He forgave us of all sins past, present, and future. How many of you know that your sins that you're going to do tomorrow has been already been forgiven of? And he's also, number three, canceled the charge of our indebtedness. So in the eyes of God today, you're standing before the Father as if you were sinless. I love what Kenneth Copeland says. He makes a statement that really speaks to my heart. And here's his statement. He said, we can stand before the God or we can stand before the devil as if we had never sinned. Now, I like that statement because I really believe that's the way God sees us today. He looks down. He doesn't see us. He sees us in Jesus. And Colossians chapter 3, verse 3, I believe it is, says that we are hidden with God in Christ. If you be dead, you're hidden with Christ in God. So we see today that when God looks down, He doesn't see our mistakes. He doesn't see our failures. He doesn't see our struggles. He sees us in Christ. Now we're living and moving and having our being in Christ. What a wonderful thing today. You know, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 12 in the NIV, He says this, I am writing to you, dear children. Now, That is a perennial term that means dear ones or little ones. So he's writing to sons and daughters because your sins have been forgiven on the count of his name. So you and I have been forgiven and our sins have been forgiven. That word's past tense. Past tense means they've already been removed. The ones you're going to do tomorrow have already been forgiven. Now once you can grab hold of this and understanding that you're no longer a sinner... You see, everybody says, I'm not perfect, I'm just saved. Well, in the reality of the text, God saw you perfect in the beginning. And then he said in Matthew, be ye perfect, for I am perfect. So what he's trying to get you to reveal is that you are the way he created you in the beginning. He saw you perfect. Now, you have gone through time and seen yourself based on your performance, based on your self-effort, based on what you do right or wrong, and not based on what he did on the cross. You need to stop stop seeing yourself that way and see yourself based on what he did on the cross because he finished the work on the cross and it's the finished work of Christ that you and I are living in. You know, in Romans chapter 6 verse 14 in the NIV, for sin shall no longer be your master because you're not under the law, but you're under grace. Now we recognize that grace is a powerful thing. Grace and accepting His grace, undeserved favor. You don't deserve it, but He gave it to you because He loves you that much. In other words, Jesus dying on the cross and resurrecting made us alive, 
forgave us of all of our sins and canceled the charge of indebtedness that we had against us. So when God looks at your list, if you want to call it this way, when God looks at he doesn't see anything wrong in your life because Jesus removed everything in your life that was wrong and gave you everything that was in his life that was right. So in other words, there was a great exchange that took place. Jesus took your sin, and gave you His righteousness. That is not based on your performance to do good. That's not based on your performance to act right. That's not based on your performance and your self-efforts and your works. It's undeserved favor. So we see that He did provide an exchange. He took your sins, and He gave us our, His righteousness. He took your health, and he, His health, and he, for your sickness. He took His perfection for your imperfections. You got his beauty for your ashes. You got his provision for your poverty. You got his righteousness for your sin. See, that's the beauty of this grace. And this message of grace is what he's all about. So we understand that this is what he's trying to say to us, that their sins and their lawless deeds, I'll remember them no more. And where these have been forgiven, sacrifice for sin is no longer necessary. You find that in Hebrews chapter 10, 17, 18 in the NIV. So he's taken our sins and does not remember any of our sins anymore. So why are you bringing them up? Why are you talking about them? Because you're still living in that place of sin consciousness. And he wants you to live in God consciousness to where you're no longer thinking about your sin, but you're thinking about how godly and how righteous you are in Him. So the next time you flub up, the next time you miss the mark, instead of crying and begging God to forgive you, raise your hands and say, I am still the righteousness of God. I'm still the righteousness of God. You may be sitting on the computer watching all kinds of pornography and watching all kinds of things. Instead of beating yourself up, look up and say, I am the righteousness of God. I'm blessed coming and going. Why? Because I, you are the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, Him who knew no sin became sin so that you and I would become the righteousness of God. That's a wonderful thing today. It's not by your works. It's by His marvelous grace. So remember, this is the beauty of grace. God bless you and we love you.